a great big welcome to you. And I want to uh, let you know that this program is going to be a special one. Uh, I'm going to have a lot of special interviews uh, coming down the line. Uh, I've kind of backed myself up with a number of people who I spoke with at my uh, program at WIOX Community Radio. And uh, that happens every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. So uh, in the last number of, in the last month or two, actually, uh, I did speak with so many people and I'm catching up on it. So today is an interview with none other than Sai Khan. I always enjoyed speaking with Sai and uh, I guess we kind of hit it off together <laughs> pretty well. So uh, we're going to talk about Sai's new album and uh, the album is uh, an unusual one because, uh, well, we'll talk about that. It's called Been a Long Time and uh, we're going to start it off with the first cut on the album. Here's Sai Khan with going down to the old home place. I'm Andy Martello, and welcome to Mostly Folk. Going down, down, down. Going down, down, down. Going down to the old home place. As a child, I used to run wild in the woods all around our cabin door. Then one cloudy day, my folks moved away. They never went back anymore. They said we'd return with the money we'd earned, but we just kept losing the race. Going down, 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 going down, 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 going down to the old home. Saikan with going down to the old home place. Let's see if we got Sai on the line right now. How you doing, Sai? Hey, Artie, I'm doing better now. I'm talking to you. Ah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wasn't doing badly before, <laughs> but you know, now, now, you know, and you and I are old friends. We've had this conversation many times. <laughs> Never in person. I have got to add. It would be nice if one day we actually got around to. 
talking in person. Yeah, but for now, great to be on the phone with you. Well, it's got to happen. (laughs) It has to happen one of these days. Cy, why don't you give us some general background to the album? I just played Going Down to the Old Home Place, but let's talk about this album first. Yeah. Well, first, Artie, the album is called Been a Long Time. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not that I can see into the future, <laughs> but I do have to say that when I released this album in 2020, I had no idea that I would be really, really, I'm sorry, when I released this, I'm challenged by dates. You know, ever since the pandemic, what day is it? What week is it? What month is this? What year is this, right? <laughs> kind of lost track of all that. Let me go back to the beginning. Really. Yeah, yeah. Slice Bread Records released, been a long time, in 2000. It never occurred to me that 20 years later, we would be re-releasing it. And, in fact, I think that the title becomes very prescient because it has been a long time. Exactly. 20 years. It was originally named that? Well, you know, no, it was always called Been a Long Time. Okay. And, in fact, one of the songs is called Been a Long Time. I don't know. Maybe no, it's it's called... No, I I don't even know what it's called. It's the one that starts... I remember the town on the railroad and the house built of gray rock and stone. I remember the sun in the evening. I remember my grandpa coming home. That's the song that's called been a long time. So, Artie, what happened is that the album was on a fairly new record company called Slice Bread that's no longer among us. And I think, you know, some really wonderfully good-hearted people doing it, including my friend, call after, and then the late Gene Shea. Gene was a legendary DJ in Philadelphia. He was a co-founder of the Philadelphia Folk Festival, and he was the MC for the Folk Festival in Philadelphia for, oh, 40 years until his death. Yeah. But in those days, I think, e- either because sliced bread was new, or because <laughs> so the album never got the kind of promotion that albums usually get, or at least that you know the albums that I've been making usually get. So only a limited number got sent out to DJs. I don't know. Do you remember getting a copy? Who? Did you get a copy? It's been a long time, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. You know what, I honestly don't think I did, because um, well, I, I would remember I this album. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I think I that happened... You know what? I think that happened to a large number of DJs. So, and then we didn't have a radio promoter. You know, for this re-release, my quite wonderful part-time music manager, Art Medias, is doing a full-scale mm-hmm. you know, approach to you know to the DJs and to print media. So we're getting the word out. And I think I really owe Laurie Lewis the fact that we released this again. Every time I read into Laurie, she would, and Laurie, people, as we go through the afternoon, people will hear just how much of a contribution Laurie Lewis made to this album. Laurie would say, you know, son, it is such a shame. We really, all of us together, now they, all of us together is Laurie Lewis, her band at the time, Tom Rosen on mandolin, and Tom Phillips on bass, the late Charles Sautel, um, Pete Wernick, and Sally Van Meter. It's a bluegrass who's who if you wanted to have you know, a bluegrass hall of fame, for those six would sure be in it. The probably is a bluegrass hall of fame, but I sure hope they're all in it. I'll bet they're all in it. <laughs> and she would always say, you know, it's just a, such a shame that the album never got the attention it deserved. So 20 years later, when my friend Carl After found a thousand extra copies of the booklet in his basement, we thought, let's, let's release it. And this time, let's do it right. I remember real hard times. A day's work wasn't worth the dime. You never got to eat your fill, but they never went hungry in the houses on the Bad times came and went Money earned was money spent In my dreams 
still, but they never got worried in the houses on the hill. Houses on the hill, the windwash fences kept you from the town below. The polished windows looked down on the company houses road road. Just See this mill turned upside down The bosses sweating in the mill And my kids living in the houses on the From his new album, Been a Long Time, that was Sai Khan, with Houses on the Hill. So let's continue on with the conversation. So, Sai, tell me about that tune. Uh, I know a little bit about it from uh, the liner notes, but uh, I'd like you to talk about it. Well, sure. So, Artie, I don't think I planned the record to be what I now think it is. Listening to it 20 years after I made it, I think what it is is a portrait of white working-class life in the Appalachian Mountains. Now, that's not the only, that's far from the only thing I write about. I write about African American working class life. I write about Jewish life, about immigrants, about indigenous people in Alaska. I write very broadly. But maybe because we were making a bluegrass album, maybe because that's what I was doing at the time that I wrote this, I think this is very much a reflection of that particular culture and that way of life. So, the first song, which is called Going Down to the Old Old Place, this is about the Appalachian migration of all the people who had to leave their mountain homes and go to the cities and go north. They went to Baltimore, to Chicago. There's songs like Detroit City about looking back and wishing you were still back home in the mountains. So in... The first song, been a long, uh, you know, the first song talks about how, you know, how we had to leave the farm. You know, we're, we're living in the city. We, we talk about going home again, but I think maybe we're never really going home again. This is very much the story of Appalachian migrants. Also, by the way, it's the story of Southern African American migrants and what's called the Great Migration between 1900 and 1920, something like 6 million African Americans left the 11 states of the old Confederacy and went north. They went to the southern cities like Birmingham and Mobile and Atlanta, and they went to the northern cities, like like Detroit and Chicago and Cincinnati. So there's this huge shift of population. And in pretty much all cases, people left behind memory. They left behind home places. They left behind family graves, 
you know, so many families, white and black, still come back every year to decorate the graves and, and to bring the family together. So I think that the album is very much about memory. It's very much about pride in who you are and where you come from. It's about regret. It's about migration. It is about the old days and today. So the song we just heard, Houses on the Hill, starts out, I remember real hard times. I remember real hard times. And the Houses on the Hill refers to the old company towns. And this was true in the, the textile mill towns, the cotton mill towns, where I worked as a union organizer for the Textile Workers Union of America. It's true of the coal camps, where I worked as an organizer of the United Mine Workers of America, the Coal Miners Union, where the, the town was laid out deliberately to reflect social values. So quite literally, the mine boss or the mine owner, the mill owner, lived on the top of the hill. There's so many songs in country music about the mansion on the hill. Hmm. And then a little further down would be management, and down in the bottoms would be the people who worked in the mill. Yeah. So, so what, what, and what this is in this song, Houses on the Hill, is somebody who works in the mill and looking up and thinking, why do my kids have to do without when these people never want for anything? But it's my work that's making that possible for them. And they're saying, I would just love to see the day when me and my kids were living in the house on the hill and that damn boss was sweating here at the machine, working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, making next to nothing, no health care, no safety, suffering from sexual harassment, all the stuff that I have to put up with. Wouldn't it be nice if there were that kind of a day? Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, there, there's a... a a great explanation of that tune. Um, and, you know, Sai Khan mentioned that he is, I, I guess you still are, or have you kind of uh, walked away from um, uh, political activism because you are one of the foremost uh, activists out there and, you know, so there's so many things that you've been involved in over the years. So uh, are you still pumping away at that or <laughs> it's a good it's a good question all right <laughs> I, i'm between campaigns okay so between 2010 and 2020 my major campaign was something called musicians united to protect bristol bay mm -hmm. so this was an international organization of musicians of artists right that two of my alaska friends dan strickland and suzanne little and i organized in order to support a very broad-based campaign to stop the proposed pebble mine and to keep Bristol Bay pristine, beautiful, and productive of salmon forever. Let me explain this. So Bristol Bay, Alaska, it's kind of in the southwest quarter. If, if, you, if you can imagine that part of the world, and I understand that many people can't, but there's a kind of a chain of islands, almost like a pearl necklace, that stretches from southwest Alaska all the way to Russia. And there's actually one island that is half, half U.S. There's probably 40 people living on it. That's called the Aleutian Change. Um, it's named after the Aleut indigenous people, A-L-E-U-T. Um, and if you follow the, that chain back to Alaska... There's this massive bay, really an inland ocean. It's called Bristol Bay. And Bristol Bay is the richest remaining wild salmon fishery in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Something like 60 to 70 percent of all the sockeye salmon that we eat anywhere in the world comes out of Bristol Bay. It, it's a really, it's an environmentally maintained, sustainably maintained fishery. There are very strict limits on the size of your boat on the kind of fishing equipment you can use, on how many fish you're allowed to take and how many get to are not allowed to be taken, to be harvested in the euphemism, but, but get to swim up the streams, up the rivers to the streams where they're going to spawn. So it's a very sustainable fishery. Hmm. 
Okay, so that's the good. Meanwhile, you know, Canadians have this reputation of being really nice people. In my experience, that's true. But the Canadian work, mining companies are among the worst in the entire world. They're, they're you know, voracious. And they work, work in so-called third-world countries and, and in countries like the United States. And so the Canadian mining corporation called Northern Dynasty Minerals has been trying for 20 years to build what, if built, it's not built yet, and it may never be built. Um, right now it's looking like it won't be built. It would have been the largest open pit gold and copper mine in the history of the entire world. Hmm. I mean, try to think about that. It would have been an open pit two and a half miles wide and three quarters of a mile deep. It would have generated six billion tons of toxic waste. When I first heard that, I thought, and, when, and I heard it from, you know, one of the websites, from one of the organizations, one of the indigenous organizations, environmental organizations, you know, fishing organizations, that's in this fight to protect Crystal Bay. And I, I said to my partner, you know, I just wish that you know, progressive organizations wouldn't exaggerate the facts. You know, it's because, you know, eventually it's going to turn out that that wasn't exaggeration. It's going to hurt our cause. And she said, well, what, what, what do you think it is? I said, I think it's more like 12 million tons of toxic waste. There is no way there's going to be 12 billion tons of toxic waste. She said, well, why don't you check the company website and see what they say? This is Elizabeth Minnick, my very long-time partner and spouse and you know, a, a wonderful, not just a wonderful friend, but a wonderful advisor, uh, politically and otherwise. So I went to the company website, Northern Dynasty Minerals. What does it say? It will generate 12 billion tons of toxic waste. And if that, that there has never been an open pit mine in the world that didn't devastate everything downstream, it's about acid, it's about heavy metals, it's toxic. And so, you know, the, the fight is to sustain, first of all, the salmon fishery, but also Alaska is 25% indigenous people, and a large number of them still speak their original languages. They live according to ancient traditions and cultures, and, um, and they survive partly by hunting and gathering. So, you know, destroying the salmon means destroying that way of life as well. So that's, that's, that was the last campaign. I'm now very much backburdened on that one. The honest truth is I'm waiting to see what's next, if there is something next. And, and meanwhile, I'm relying more on my books, my music, and my musical theater to get the political message out. But you better believe it. My, my music is about political activism. Well, but it's also about love and laughter and family and kids and grandparents and having a good time and drinking and gambling and murder and mayhem and, <laughs> you know, my history. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I write about everything. And I think that if you are an activist, if you are a progressive person, if you're a person who believes in democracy, if you are a songwriter, you should be writing about all that. You shouldn't restrict yourself. And, and you know, I don't mean you should only write about political subjects. I, you know, I mean you should write about everything and not censor yourself. So... That's, I think that's the answer to your question. I hope that's the answer to your question. Yeah. Well, why don't we uh, move on? We've uh, talked a lot about uh, so many things. Uh, but uh, how about uh, the next song on the album, Hear That Sound? And the liner notes say, Where would bluegrass music be without the sacred trilogy of music, moonshine, and murder? Ooh, it's like Khan with Hear That Sound. I was born in the shadow of Big Piney Mountain Under the crest of the ridge the sounds of the holler piled around me brushed at a low water bridge. My childhood was rocking 
to the sweet mountain sound Banjo, guitar, mandolin That high lonesome fiddle Flew round my cradle First smell of rain on the wind Some we just ran down the road Some nights the devil sang in my fiddle Some nights he danced with my soul Was it the music? Was it the drinking? Was it the one I adored? Was it the stranger who lies in the bushes Who'll never go dancing no more? Can't you hear that sound? website has lots of information and uh, videos all sorts of things and that is uh, what psycon.com okay yeah, so sure that's is. k a you know and already the other other thing about the website i have a free occasional newsletter and many people will know art Menius, who's you know my music manager arts kind of a legend in, in the i guess the promotional archival historical administrative, creative wing of music. He was the first, the founding executive director of Folk Alliance, founding executive director of the International Bluegrass Music Association. And Art edits my occasional newsletter. It's called Psycon News, that makes sense. And, you know, it's completely free. And it's actually pretty interesting, if I do say myself. I, I try to put in a lot of historical um, information, sometimes just information about what's happening, some things about work, particularly other artists who are doing my songs or doing my musicals. So, for example, the song we talked about just a little while ago, Houses on the Hill, that song is in my musical Mother Jones in Heaven about the Irish immigrant, most dangerous woman in America. My friends Vivian Nesbitt and John Dillon, Vivian, a third-generation actor, John, 
the creator of Art of the Song on public radio. I think you guys carry it. Um, they're touring the country in this musical called Mother Jones in Heaven, which takes place in an Irish pub in heaven, right? And this song is in that musical. In in, in that musical. Three weeks ago, they played in Tamaqua, Pennsylvania. That's T-A-M-A-Q-A. Tamaqua is in the heart of the Pennsylvania anthracite coal, coal fields. And what's sometimes called hard coal, as opposed to bituminous coal or soft coal, which is in what you call in Kentucky, West Virginia, Southwest Virginia. And this was actually the first time in five or six years of doing my musical Mother Jones in Heaven that they had performed it in a place where Mother Jones actually walked and talked and raised holy hell. In 1900, Mother Jones led 2,000 striking miners down the main street of Tumaqua, and she took her, what she called her women's army, her mop and room brigade, and took them into the mines with their mops and their brooms and where there were strike breakers, Hiding in the mines, they would drag them out by their feet, their arms, their hair, whatever they grab, grab hold of. So, you know, and John and Vivian, we were talking before they before their performance. They did two in, in on the main street of Tabacqua, and, and we were saying, you know, tonight when you walk down the street, you may place your foot where 120 years ago Mother Jones actually walked. You know, I think think what that's going to feel like, and and. You know, if you want to find out more about the musical Mother Jones in Heaven, which includes both Houses on the Hill and later an, another another song that we'll hear later um, called Tar Paper Shacks, go to motherjonesinheaven.com, motherjonesinheaven.com. And, you know, every community that's brought them in, it's a, it ended up with great gratitude and a standing ovation. And, you know, you might want to bring them to your community. Let the mother mobile roll to the town. So when that was happening, for my newsletter, I went back and researched what happened in 1900. And I found the contemporary newspaper accounts and the ads that the company put out saying, stay away from Mother Jones and what the sheriff said when he met her. So, you know, the newsletter is interesting. It's completely free when you go to com. Just click on subscribe to Psycon News and it'll show up in your inbox even when you're least expecting it. There you go. That's great. And, you know, the website is a great website. Uh has so many uh, different places you can go. Videos. There's a video there. One of my favorites, uh, uh, we've played this before when when we've spoken. Uh, actually, so I have it on my website, Government on Horseback. And there's a video there with, with uh, Pete Seeger and yourself and... Uh, a video of Aragon Mill, so many uh, cool things on the website, as well as information about Sai Khan. You know, Sai, uh, let me read this, um, some information. I don't know if I got this from the website or not. Maybe I did. Uh, but the next song we're going to play, been a long time, this is the title track of this new album and uh, and, and you say uh, and you say I never waited in a house built of gray rock and stone for Gabriel Khan my father's father my grandfather my how do you say that Zadi or Zadi my Zadi Zadi to come home Zadie. And, and you say it was the Yiddish inflection, my Zadie. Okay. <laughs> my Zadie to come home from a job right. on the railroad. But it's also true that after Gabe deserted the Tsar's army in Russia, he indentured himself to the Canadian Pacific Railway, a year's labor in return for ship's passage to Canada, swinging a pick, digging with a shovel as they built the red roadbed and laid the track. Did hearing the stories told in Yiddish, Tang, English, inspire me to write the song Been a Long Time? I don't know. It's been too long a time. But listening to the song now for the first time in many years, I'm grateful to welcome him home. 
Well, oh, man, that makes me, that makes me, I tear up at that. I, I love this guy. I love my grandmother. I, I was so lucky to grow up in a, in a really large family. I mean, there, there were seven in my mom's family, five in my dad's family. I was close to most of them, the uncles and the aunts, my first cousins. And, you know, and, and, you know, uh, there were, I think there were 22 in my parents' generation. Only one is still alive already. It's such a, wow. I have such sometimes a, a, a pain of loss that you know because these weren't distant people we you know we when we <laughs> drove to take that train it was to go visit them and they would come visit us we i so i mean and i just feel it feel this this stunning debt of gratitude to have grown up and i'm not saying we all got along all the time there were you know there were fights and there were arguments and stuff like that but to to be embraced by so many aunts uncles um, in a in a, re, a a family that was very very oriented towards public service, and and that message came down to my clearly it, I mean, to me clearly, you know, you are not in this world for yourself. Yeah. You have an obligation to do what you can for other people too, and I, I think that's how why I became a civil rights and union you know, and community organizer and activist, and why my music reflects what it does. I I believe that we have an obligation, that every human being on this earth has an obligation to help other people. And we should do that to the best of our ability and to consistent with our circumstances. But I, I lead a deeply privileged life, and so I've, I've given what part of my life I can to try to help other people. That's what organizing is. Been a long time, been a long time, been a long time down the line. I remember the town on the railroad And the house built of gray rock and stone I remember the sun in the evening I remember my grandpa coming home I would roost on the porch like an eagle Looking out past the river and farms I'd fly down the minute I saw him To rest safe at home in his arms Been a long time, been a long time Been a long time down the line Gray rock and stone I'd give all I own if I could fly to my grandpa job at the big railroad yard But I watched him when no one was looking And I knew that his life was real hard And I think of him now like an engine That's pulled for so hard and so long Rails start to slip Wheels lose their grip One day you look and he's Title track, 
That was Sai Khan. And uh, once again, I want to, uh, if you folks weren't listening in at the beginning of the program, uh, this album is backed by an incredible band, uh, Charles Sautel on guitar, Laurie Lewis on fiddle and vocals, Pete Wernick on banjo, Tom Rosam on mandolin and vocals, Todd Phillips on bass, and uh, a couple of more uh, people that uh, Sai has been talking about as uh, we're moving along here, uh, talking about this brand new album. Once again, Sai's website, SaiKhan.com. Sign up for his uh, newsletter and uh, you'll uh, learn lots more about this incredible artist, singer-songwriter, political activist, organizer. You know what, Sai? Maybe it is time for you to settle down. So one of my friends recently, you know, I do a lot of uh, different volunteer work, but uh, one of my friends recently told me, Artie, why don't you just retire? Then stop and, you know, retire like everybody else. And I don't know. I guess I'm, I guess you're a lot like me. Just, uh, you got to do something. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody does something in retirement. The question to me is, what's that something? I mean, I have no problem with my friend. I, well, I don't. Those <laughs> <laughs> most of my friends do not play golf every day. But you know, I don't. I don't mind if somebody who's worked all their lifetime decides wants to go fishing every day. I happen to love fishing myself. I don't get to do a lot of it. But to me, retirement is. Okay, I'll tell you a story. So my father was a rabbi. Um, he still is. He's just hasn't been alive in 20 years. And um, one time he lived in outside Washington, D.C., and he was retired. So and I had to go back and forth to Washington a lot for the political work. So I called him. I said, hey, Pop, I'm coming in tonight. Um, let's have supper. And he said, oh. Wonderful. I'll pick you up at the airport. I can't do supper. I'm having supper with an Episcopal priest who are studying Talmud together. I said, what about later that night? He said, no, I promised to go to the Jewish old age home and visit some of the people. They said, okay, well, I'm busy during the day. Well, what about supper tomorrow? He said, no, I'm at the synagogue. I'm teaching a, a young people's class. So we go through three days. He doesn't have an hour, right? <laughs> he's, he's working all the time. I'm like, and he was probably 80 years old at this point. And I, so I said to him, Explain to me how this qualifies as retirement. I said, my impression is you are working harder than when you had a job. I said, oh, no, no, yes, much, much, much harder. So back when I had a job, I had some time. I have no time. I said, so how does this qualify as retirement? He said, aha, that's a very good question. He said, now I work in a spirit of liberation. Now I work in a spirit of liberation. So, I mean, that's that's what I do. Artie, I think that's what I do. I do what I want to do now. I yeah. mean, I don't, I'm not responsible for raising a billion dollars a year for a nonprofit. I don't have to supervise, hire, and fire a staff. I don't have to deal with a board. I don't have to deal with funders and political allies, all of which was very good work. And for the most part, I enjoyed all of it. it, it, it we, and we did. This is an organization called Grassroots Leadership. I worked for it for 30 years. We did a lot of great social justice work. But now I could do what I want to. Yeah, right. What I want to do is be involved in my last campaign, the one in Alaska. I was a volunteer. I paid a lot of my own expenses. I I put probably half of my time into it as a volunteer. But I wanted to do it because it was rewarding to me. I I, I want to make albums and, and, and create music that matters to people. So, you know, I, I think the idea that retirement means you just sit on the beach and, you know, drink, you know, I don't know, mm. martinis. I don't I don't drink mixed drinks, unmixed drinks. Um, <laughs> I, I think that that's fine if people want to do it. I have no quarrel with somebody who's worked all their lives, worked hard. They deserve what they want to do. But I think we also, we, we are liberated, those of us who are lucky enough to have union pensions and have, you know, to have Social Security and Medicare, we are liberated, and we can work like my dad in that wonderful spirit of liberation. And if what we do happens to help other people, 
so much the better. Haven't I seen your face before? Long time ago. Didn't you live on Second Street, heading up the road? What are you doing way out here? A place like LA. I bet you're lonesome, bad as me. You know they say that and it's a long way to Harlem. A long way to go. Long way to Harlem. A long way to home. Yes, it's a long way to Harlem. A long way to go. Long way to Harlem. Long way to home. Say, ain't you Bill McCarthy's boy? I should have known why you were just a little old thing. Lord, how you've grown. Your daddy was on the graveyard shift at number nine. Your mama worked in the company store. They sure were fine folks. It's a long way to Harlem. A long way to go. A long way to Harlem. A long way to home. Yes, it's a long way to Harlem. A long way to go, a long way to Harlem, a long way to This is the first time you ever did a bluegrass album, per se. Um, This is exactly right. Yeah, so uh, for folks that just tuned in, um, this album was recorded, what, 10, 11 years ago, or originally? It was actually 20 years ago. Well, it was recorded like 23 or 24 years ago, because as you know, already it takes a long time to get an album out. It was released in twenty twenty. I'm sorry, in two thousand. Okay. And, and 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 we're now doing. It was supposed to be the twentieth anniversary, you know, re-release. But you know, it's not so easy to get an album out. So yeah, we ran over a little bit into twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay. So well, let's play. Let's play another song here. Maybe we'll play two songs. Uh, That'd be great. I want to get I want to get a lot of I want to get all this whole album in. We've got less than uh, fifty minutes, so uh, the uh, next song in line is "Just a Lie." Do you want to give a quick introduction? Or sure, absolutely. And and that well, and one of the things one time there's a great festival in North Carolina called Merle Fest, named after Merle Watson, Doc Watson's son, and playing and playing and traveling companion, who was killed in a in a tragic tractor accident. And um, one year, you know, and I've been playing that festival for like 35, 40 years. Some years I perform, some years I do MC work and judge contests. And I was just pulling into the parking lot, way, way, way up on the mountain, you know. And Murphys has great sound, so you can hear what's going on in the main stage half a mile away. And Mm -hmm. it was Laurie Lewis and Tom Rosen doing their version of just a lie. But what the song is about, you know, all these people say, I just wish we could go back to the good old days. Exactly, yeah. Right? But, <laughs> but but the opening line is, those good old days were not so good to me. Exactly. I... It's a depression. <laughs> and, I, and I think, you know, what, what, what this is, is so much, this is what you hear from conservative white people. You know, you don't, you don't hear it from immigrants. You don't hear it from 
the, by and large, the African American community, the Asian community, for what what this is really this is code for you know for white nationalism and white racism. It's like I want to go back to the good old days with white people. Well, not everybody in the Congress was white. Everybody I had to deal with was white. You know, and all the county officials, the school board was white, and the schools were all white. Mm. It's just a code. It's not really about hard times. Most, I mean, about if most for the most part for most working people, those good old days were really rough. And um, so, but you know, but part of what I love about human beings is their resilience. Somebody can be having a a, a you know, somebody can be suffering from the worst kind of illness. And yet they'll join a family sing, a community sing. You let, they'll say, bring the grandkids, but I'd love to see the grandkids. You know, the, so in the song, they, the, the singer, and I don't know who the singer is. I mean, obviously it's not me, but they're saying, yeah, I'm not saying everything was bad. There were some mighty good times that we had. You know, but you can't eat the silver sun and moon, mm-hmm. and you can't drink a lonesome banjo tune. So there is a balance, and I think that... The resilience of the human spirit is just quite extraordinary and quite beautiful. So it's the, in the song, it's like, no, don't talk to me about the good old days. But yeah, I have some pretty good memories of them too. Those good old days were not so good to me Back on the farm in 1933 Depression took most everything we had Those good old days were mostly pretty bad Those good old days were really low and mean With cornmeal mush and sometimes streakaline Picking up coal along the railroad track Why would you want to have those hard times back? Tip your hat, wave goodbye Good old days is just a lie Those good old days, they broke my family down Just like a plow in steep and rocky ground Those hard times tore my family all apart I still can feel that cold wind in my heart Tip your hat, wave goodbye, good old days is just a lie some mighty good times that we had But you can't spend the silver sun and moon And you can't eat a lonesome banjo too Tip your hat, wave goodbye Good old days is just a lie So tell me why you'd ever want to go Back to a time you didn't even know Those good old days were awful hard on me So let them go, for God's sake leave them be Tip your hat, wave goodbye, good old days is just a lie Tip your hat, wave goodbye, good old days is just a lie paper shack down in the valley where I have lived these 30 years but it will be my home no longer when I leave this veil of tears there ain't no tar paper shacks in heaven the Lord will be are bright and clean in heaven There ain't no cold dust in the air My children, they go cold and hungry My husband, he 
and tired There ain't no food to cook for dinner There ain't no coal to make a fire There ain't no tar paper shacks in heaven The Lord will be my landlord there The creeks are right and clean in heaven there ain't no cold dust in the air The winter it is cold and lonesome the snow drifts in beside the door Behind the house, that slag keeps burning Like the fires of hell forevermore But there ain't no tar paper shacks in heaven The Lord will be my landlord there The creeks are bright and clean in heaven There ain't no gold Us in the air In the dark Outside my window I can see Their carbide shine from the graveyard, the souls of miners walk with my husband to the mine. There ain't no tar-paper shacks in heaven. The Lord will be my landlord there. The creeks are bright and clean in heaven. There ain't no coal dust in the air. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, you are just an incredible per person, and I'm so proud to call you my friend. Psycon. Well, the feeling is completely mutual. Already, we're going to celebrate our 80th birthday. We're going to do it, Cy. Have a great afternoon down there in hey, North Carolina. Too, Take care. Be well. Ha have a great day. Bye bye. You be the fiddle, I'll be the bow. We will stand, we will stand on the old ground of sorrow. We will sing, we will sing in the circle of friends. We will rest, we will rest in the sweet arms of harmony. Deep in our hearts where the song never ends. You be the blue. I'll be the fence post You be the harmony I'll be the tune You be the circle I'll be the handshake You be the ocean I'll be the moon We will stand We will stand On the old ground of sorrow we will sing we will sing in the circle of friends we will rest we will rest in the sweet arms of harmony deep in our hearts where the song never ends you I'll be the fire You be the candle I'll be the flame You be the choir I'll be the organ You be the memory I'll 
stand. We will stand on the old ground of sorrow. We will sing. We will sing in the circle of friends. We will rest. We will rest in the sweet arms of harmony. Where the song never ends Deep in our hearts Where the song